And welcome to another edition of the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. I am your host, Dougie Almeida, coming to you from Simpsonville, South Carolina. It's nice and beautiful here. You know what I'm saying? It's Simpsonville, South Carolina. And uh, we've got a great show for you today. Much has happened since last week. And uh, our guest today is not only a fellow comedian, he's been doing it much longer than I have, but he's also a former police officer, which will be somewhat important in some of the stories and topics we're going to talk about today. And uh, without further ado, let me bring on my friend and uh, fellow comedian, John DeResta. What's up, John? Hey, Doug. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I was a member of uh, two police departments. I bet you didn't know that. No. I was no. a member of the uh, New York City Transit Police, where you work in the subway for nine years. Mm. Our motto, wow. you ride, we hide. And then uh, <laughs> our police department got taken over by the NYPD. So I was oh. a New York City transit cop for nine years. I was a member of the NYPD for three years. So I was in two different police academies, two different police departments. Uh, I had a good buddy of mine that was a police captain in New York, uh, Louis Vega. I don't know if that name rings a bell. Mm, I, I, no. I, I, well, we might not have overlapped. You got to remember, I left 24 Disperse. years ago. I mean, I yeah, had 12 well, years on the job and I left at the age of about 33 and I'm 58 now. And I got to tell you, in a lot of those photos I saw when you were a police officer, you seem you're in, you're in much better shape today. I was a were. fatso. I was a fatso. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah. you, you get free food as a New York City cop, believe it or not. Right. You know, you get free food and also um, you work. It's like being a comedian in the sense you work bad hours. You're eating bad food. We called it turnstile cuisine. You would literally eat off the turnstile. Because yeah. the turnstiles back then were flat. You know, now everything's at an angle, so you can't put a soda on it. Back wow. in the day, they were totally flat. So, and you were in such a ghetto, like you rode the train. If your lunch was at 1 a.m., wherever you were at 1 a.m., you got off the train. And you could be in the middle of Harlem, Bedford-Stuyvesant, South Bronx. And you got out to burnt-out buildings. I mean, no stores, no people. So you grabbed whatever you could, you know, through the bulletproof glass, chips and a soda, and then you had nowhere to go to even eat it. So you went back down the subway and for your hour lunch, you stood at the turnstile. And uh, there's an old saying that transit cops can't, can't get COVID because of just the, the disgusting atmosphere of <laughs> sniffing in. Watch, not only are you sniffing in hot human piss 24-7, there's steel dust. Do you know what steel dust is? When the hmm. rails of the, when the train rides the rails, it gives off, you know, it's not rubber, it's metal on metal right. and it literally wears away and it gets right. in the air. Like if your uniform becomes almost, it's, it's like a slow coal miner, your patch gets, you could tell how long a transit cop had on the job by how dirty his patch was. And you know, all those posts in the, like stanchions in the subway, a lot of yeah. times you lean on them and you don't know that wet paint. So an old-time transit cop would have yellow, white, red Somewhere. stripes and a dirty patch. <laughs> it was a disgusting rat hole. Well, I'm glad you're <laughs> out of there, especially now with all the shit that's going on in New York. Um, oh, 100%. You know. But watch this. Speaking of weight, I was in, in the police academy in the summer of 86. I was in the fat squad at 205. At 205, wow. I was in the fat squad. I'm five foot ten, And they weigh you in your underwears in front of everyone, in front of 300 people to try and embarrass you into losing weight. But guess what? Right. You can't embarrass me. I'm from yeah. Long Island. I'm a maggot. I'm a Long Island maggot. I'm a flid. Do you know what a flid is? <laughs> no. I'm a fucking Long Island douchebag. <laughs> Joey Buttafuoco is our hero. You remember oh, him? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You remember Mary Jo? Yeah. That's his the wife. wife. Remember her, her mouth or, got or the, all crooked? Uh, what, you know, what was the girl's name, the young girl he was banging? Amy Fisher uh, shot her in Amy the face. Fisher. Do you know wow. what Mary Jo's doing now? Um, waiting tables at IHOP? She's giving blowjobs on the side. Come on. <laughs> that poor girl. So watch this. I was in the fat squad at 205, <laughs> and I weighed myself today. I was 194 and a half. So 35 years later, I'm 10 pounds lighter. Well, but you know, it's weird. In, it, in Miss Congeniality 1 and 2 and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I'm 250, 260 pounds. Wow. Yeah, because that's where I'm at about now, a little even more, around 270. 
And, no, but, but uh, you carry it well, dude. I didn't think you were that much at all. Yeah. Well, it, it, when I was fighting, I was like 210, 212. And I was, you know. What kind was, of fighting? Uh, Muay Thai. Uh, Ten oh, wow. pro fights. And, no, uh, but really? I, yeah. But everybody I fought since I was only, I'm only 5'9", uh, at 210 at the time. Everybody I fought was 6'4", 250, because the weight class was 200 up. So when wow. you say 205 pounds, that, that would be stealth for me right now. You know, I'd, if I get down, to, if I can lose 60 pounds right now, boy. Doug, <laughs> I did the math the nervous. other day. I couldn't believe it. I, a, a few weeks ago, I was like 185. And I went and I looked in an old notebook. I take a lot of notes and it said 255 or 260 must lose weight. And I added it up and I said, could it really be 60 or 65 pounds? Because I did it over you know, X amount of years. I couldn't, when right. I, when I did the number, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You, I mean, you got to feel much better. You know what I mean? I mean, my back is killing me right now. I mean, I, you know, people are saying you're going to get surgery. I'm like, I'm not doing any surgery until I lose 60, 70 pounds. And if my back still hurts, then I'll have to think oh, about wow. it. But yeah, I'm, 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 a, I I'm just, like a uh, China cabinet. A friend of mine from high school who was my butt, where I'm a heavy metal fan and we were into heavy metal 40 years ago together. He's moving out to LA and he's he was up to 260 270 now he's 170 but he got wow. the uh stomach oh yeah the the, the yeah the band. I, I thought that's who you were talking about when you said surgery my friend got the stomach uh whatever you do tie it up chop it in half yeah yeah no no i'm not gonna listen i'm not gonna listen i don't you know I, that's the thing about carrying it well you know i say on stage there's two types of fat there's fat and there's you can still get laid fat and um you know that's where you're I in the fall second into. category dude i think you have good hair too the little i know about you that helps yeah it is yeah <laughs> let me tell you something because being bald and bald and fat you know you might as well uh have no dick um yeah right but a smooth it, spot <laughs> yeah just just be like a ken doll down there um well any rate so well anyway thanks for the service number one but uh you know one of the topics in the stories i was gonna uh, we'll get to well you know we'll get to it We'll get to it because I want to. I want to get your perspective on it. Since you were actually in harm's way, you you know, you ever been shot at? No, uh, it's a good question. I've never been shot at in the. Tw I was definitely the type of cop that stayed away from problems. You know, I even. Yeah. I, I started off in Midtown Manhattan in in the subway and the District One. It's called District One. Was a lot of guys that really fought crime and really took it serious. And I used, to tr I used to ride the train out to Coney Island. If you remember the movie, The Warriors, they wanted to get yeah. to Coney Island. It's, it's, it's the last stop in Brooklyn. And when I hung out with those guys, they were like, you know, this job could go suck. It's, you know, they were like, we, they were there for the pension, the paycheck, the badge, the gun. But when shit went down, they really answered the call. But they weren't looking to change the world. And I right. fit in, I transferred to Coney Island immediately. So I hung with a group of guys that, we just avoided police work at all costs. Yeah, I had nine wow. arrests in 12 years. Let me repeat that. Wow. I had nine arrests in 12 years. <laughs> My own son that lives in that room right across the hall has been arrested way more than nine times. Wow. Um, that's a whole nother story though. But no, so to answer your question, never been shot at, saved a guy's life, uh, was on the roadbed and the train was round in the corner. Me and the sergeant jumped down and got him up and somehow we got out. And uh, I almost shot and killed two people, and they were both homeless. And I, both people, at the last second, I decided against it. And thank God they didn't kill me, and I didn't kill them. Wow, that's a, that's a moment. So you had a moment in your life where you you thought I got I got to defend myself by ending someone else's life, and then that split second, something told you you could you could probably deal with it. Yeah, oh, I'll tell. I mean, I'll keep them short. The first one, I was a rookie in a diner. Imagine a diner with two, three hundred college students in uh, in Upper Manhattan, all drunk on a Saturday night, two in the morning, all having a great time. I'm in uniform. I'm 22 years old from Long Island, and you know how you know jujitsu. What, what was your uh, sport? Uh, well, that was Muay Thai, but Muay yeah, Thai. I, I studied and yeah, stuff like that. Ground all right, so I grew up shit. in Long Island, so I know Jewish karate. You know what Jewish karate is? Yeah. Don't hit me. <laughs> yeah. Don't hit me. My dad's Stop. a lawyer. Stop. Watch my schmeckle. <laughs> so I don't know how to fight. You know what I mean? I shouldn't even have been a cop. And it was a homeless guy in the diner. And the owner said, hey, can you get rid of this guy? He's been here for two hours. 
So I said, hey, guy, you got to leave. You know, they're asking you to leave. And I'm in uniform. Right. And, he still, and he's white. And he's like in his late 30s. And he looks like, I mean, I put two and two together. The way he started to talk, I thought he was a cop that lost everything. Because he says, oh, you're transit. Right? You got to remember, I was a transit cop, not NYPD. Right. And he knows the lingo. Hey, you transit. You failed the test. Do you even carry a gun? What do you carry? A slingshot? Yeah. You're gonna come in from you're gonna come in from Long Island in East Bup, uh, you know, East Cupcake, and tell me how to live. I'm from the Bronx, and I'm putting it together, and I'm like, this guy knows the lingo of a cop, and and I just got to, the, I'm like, maybe he's a a cop that lost it. Now he's an alcoholic. He lives right, in the street, right. <laughs> and he starts saying, "I'll show you. I could pay for my meal. I'll show you." I'll show you. And now everyone's looking. And I, I stood up, hey, bro, we don't need it. I'll And he screams, I'll show you. And he reaches deep in his pocket of an overcoat. Mm. And that's when I pulled my gun, because I don't know what he's reaching for. Yeah. And he comes up with a, a handful of money mm. and says, I could pay for my meal. And there I am like this, like Bonnie Fife <laughs> with the gun. Yeah. yeah. You got to remember, there's 200 yeah. people in a diner all ducked down. That was one. Yeah. And about five years later, it was a homeless lady, a black homeless lady <coughs> that um, we kicked her out of the subway, me and about 15 cops. And when I turned around to thank them, they were all gone. It was like they would just disappear. Like they helped me get her out of the subway. And that was enough. Now it was her and I on the streets of Brooklyn in the middle of the day. And she took a huge wine bottle, like by the handle, broke right. it over a garbage pail. And now she's coming right at me. Now it's like a Clint Eastwood movie. What do I do? And like mm -hmm. I said, I took my gun out. And for a half a second, I said, if I kill this lady, I can go to jail for 15 years. Mm. And I'd be tossing salads and be taking it up the uh, coolie. Yeah, it's not do. what I want. So yeah. here's a funny thing. I ran. I ran. She's chasing me. It looked like Benny Hill. <laughs> if you remember Benny Hill? People were laughing at me all through the rides at Coney Island. You know, all the rides and all the games. People were looking and she's screaming. And she was literally screaming, I'll have your gun and your paycheck. And she was calling me the N-word. She was going, I'll have your gun and your paycheck, N-word. I'll have your gun and your, I'll be living in your house. Like she knew all the legal lingo. Wow. And to this day, I was glad I didn't shoot her because it would be, you know, white New York City transit cop shoots poor homeless lady. All she had was a broken bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not going to defend yourself with Jewish, uh, Jewish karate at that. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, that's an amazing moment there because you have to, you know, I, I don't want to get into the details and another story, but I, you know, I did armed security work and there was similar right, so you moment know. where it was a similar moment where somebody had a gun and I, and I had my gun, but I, for some reason, I, you know, I was so fond of my abilities that I actually, uh, you know, the, the slap baton, you know, the, 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 yeah. the, the baton. Oh, you just slapped it out and then got the weapon out of their hand? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of played like, all right. And then and I, I looked around. I, I, gave, I gave a look like somebody was behind him. And then he turned his head for a second. I whipped it out and knocked the thing out of his fucking hand. Oh, wow. But, Good um, for you. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, but you know what I mean? But that that's the thing about people that, that critique armchair, like, you know, uh, uh, how do they say, uh, armchair quarterback police office work and shit right. like that. You know, it's like. Man, you don't know shit. Even like fighting, people say, you know, if I've never been in a fight. You know, it's funny, a lot of times growing up, you get in those moments at a bar and somebody's like, you're talking shit, you know, and and stuff like that. I, I was always one of those guys like, look, I'll tell you what, you can throw a fucking punch. I, I'll keep my hands. I'll, I, you know, you can try to fucking punch me. I'll keep my hands down. Wow. Go first. Uh, and, and, you know, that was always fun. I, I love the bitch slap. John, I was a bitch slap. Uh. You know, like if somebody would talk shit, like, what the fucker? And then, you know, fucking you know the speed of it and then you know the the the, the you know it's a, if you can th if you can throw a really good bitch lap you know that could that could be a deterrent you know that could be a real oh deterrent. without a doubt i dude i you give know? you credit because watch this it all through my high school and then all through being a cop 12 years i i you know i talked my way out of stuff you know what i mean i never really i've never really been in a fight ever in my life on my 16th wow. birthday my brother stuck his finger in the carvel cake and I made a comment, and next thing I know, I was seeing black and stars and hearing the cuckoo's nest. You know, like, yeah. and he yeah. had punched me with all his might in the ear. That's the worst I ever got on my 16th Ooh. birthday from my brother. Yeah, that's, a, that's a bad shot. Equilibrium gets out. 
Hey, yeah. uh, while, while, while we're speaking of bitch slap, uh, you know, one of the top, top first topics of today's show was to talk about whether or not uh, Nancy Pelosi should visit Taiwan. Well, she did. She's there. She did. Yeah. Yeah. She went there. The markets didn't do anything. And the Chinese are, you know, they, they flew some fighter jets through the channel and all kinds of shit. But uh, what do you think of that move? Happy with it? Um, I'm not a big political guy, but I will say this. If it's going to potentially cause World War Three, I don't think there's any reason. You know, what has she got to go there for? What I don't even you know. know what, what is she trying to prove? Well, you know, this is interesting. Now, here's just I guess I'll put my stance. I, I am, you know, I'm conservative. I'm Republican. I do not like Nancy Pelosi in the slightest, but I'm going to say good for her and good for the country. Um, you know, to me, I think if anything, if it proves anything, it's like the United States is going to fucking adhere to any fucking threats that China has. You know, there's two schools of thought in our, in our military abilities right now. There's a school of thought that says, you know, uh, we, you know, we were teaching the gun how to be transgender pre-approval and the, you know, all this woke shit. And there's this theory going to listen, the fight, American fighting force is a pretty good fucking fighting force. And you know what? The, the, there's that the other second of it that we have weapons that we haven't even just, just talked about yet. You know, right? Uh, so, so you know, we if if that is the case, and I do believe that uh, through some other channels of discussion I have been with people that are qualified, uh, we have really huge deterrents that are un, that have not been really uh, shown. So uh, I think it's a good thing. And uh, but it's just funny, you know, because to make that decision, like, what are you going to do? You don't know. You know, people were saying today that when the planet plane landed and stuff, you were going to start hearing fucking supersonic missiles, you know, come across the fucking. You know, oh, has she sea. landed? So, so, uh, yeah. So, it, it, that's a good thing that things haven't blown up. Yeah. You know, there was talk that, you know, her plane would be shot down because the Chinese consider it, you know, an attack on sovereign, you know, because if F 16s or F 21s, you know, you know, escort the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the plane in, that could be considered an invasion. Well, uh, thank God nothing happened. We're still waiting you know who knows yeah yeah no, that's good no dude yeah. i watch fox news uh I'm, I'm a fox news guy hannity is from long island did you know that yeah no sean uh, hannity is from, from new york long island. Yeah. yeah and i watch gutfeld i like gutfeld uh by the way i'm gonna be working this weekend the word just got today that i'm gonna be opening for jamie lizow at i'm a huge fan Comedy. of his from gutfeld tell him i i've texted him a few times on instagram yeah. i like him he's funny yeah, uh, so I just found out today I'm opening for him. That's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in Greenville this weekend, come out and see Jamie Lissau and myself. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. Good show. It'd be fun. But uh, but yeah, it's interesting how that show has, you know, basically taken over the ratings on, on late night talk. It's very and, interesting. Uh, what? Uh, go ahead. I told my brother that well, he didn't believe me. I said, dude, Google yeah. it up. Yeah, I mean, I've stopped watching late night news for years. Or late night news, late night TV, because it's the Shows, same shit, yeah. right? It's the same fucking joke, same Trump jokes and all that shit over all the time. And, uh, you know, so and, I'm, and, and as I'm and to be honest, as the older I get, the more sleepy I'm getting at 10, 10, 30 anyway. So it's not like I'm just I'm just an asshole. And I'm what time are they on where you live? Uh, 1130 at night. Oh, yeah, they're on 1130. Yeah. But I, and I used to be a big fan of all three. I'd flick back and forth all three every night. Man. And like you said, now you put it on and it's either abortions really good and trump jokes from five years ago that's it's over and over and even the guests you know what i mean abortion's yeah. good and trump is bad I, yeah I, I i don't like paying nine dollars a gallon for gas i'm silly i don't know i'm silly that way yeah well thank god you know the funny thing is it has gone down you know they've gone from 450 480 on the top end for us in on the east coast you know it's about 350 now but as a uh, licensed financial advisor, I'm here to tell you that the gas prices won't stay there. Demand will increase and we'll, we'll get back to $120, $130 bar barrels of oil again. Uh, so enjoy it while you can. <clears throat> and um, uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, you know, when it comes to this shit, it, it's funny because I watch, I try to watch some other shit. You know, I, I, these political news shit, I mostly watch financial news, you know, because that's where, it, that's that's the heart. Oh, wow. Of my See, I don't. Point. Yeah. That's what I do for a living. Yeah, you know, I wake up in the morning. I got to know where the bond market is. What you know, everything's oh, going wow. on. Oh wow! Yeah, thirty-two years. I wake up every fucking. You know, the funny thing about this shit, and you mentioned Facebook. 
33 years, 33 years now, I've woken up every morning, where's the 10-year bond at? What are interest rates at? What's the stock market? What's the dollar trading at? You know, is, it, is this a risk on, risk off? You know, what the fuck is going on? But I still have some numb nut on Facebook who got fired from fucking Uber trying to explain to me what inflation is. Um, wow. Yeah, see, I'm know. the exact opposite. I, I smoke yeah. pot and listen to heavy metal on YouTube in my yeah, ears. I think I That's need it. To, I, I think I should be changing my... Uh, my daily that's routine. all I do, dude. I try not to get sucked down in the politics or anything. I'm, uh, I, I, I mean, not that you ask, but when people say, how you doing? I go, look, I'm not bald. I'm not broke. I'm not in a hospital or a rehab. Those are my four checkpoints. That's it. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> you know. uh, well, and we get to do stand up. Yeah. We get yeah, to and do we it. Do. You know what I mean? We get to, no, and, I think and in some cases we get paid for it. Now Tuesday night you're doing a show uh, at the uh, the what's a Peacock? My buddy uh, Pocock. Uh, I'm, I'm there tonight at the Pocock. It's a brewery. Is the last time yeah. I did it was a lot of fun. Have you yeah, ever been buddy, out here? Uh, I've never been there, but my my buddy John Wynn, who used to live in Florida, who lives out there now, is. Oh, that's friend. right. Yeah, yeah. That's, he's, okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that they, guy. They who win? We win. It's fucking great joke. I mean, it's a great you know, bit. <laughs> it's a fucking. Yeah, I like great that bit. guy. Yeah, John's a great guy, man. Uh, talented, funny, and just super sweet. You know, one of those guys that, you know, I don't know if he'd step on an ant. They don't. I don't know if he'd, he'd probably trip and fall before he actually steps on an insect. Uh, but since we're talking about comedy, you know, Will, recently Will Smith uh, tried to apologize to Chris Rock. I'm sure you're aware of the whole slap. Uh, I did see that. I did see now, that. Now, um, you know, basically he reached out to Chris Rock and he said, I'm here. I'm, I want to apologize. And he says, what I did was, listen, if I did that, I would apologize by saying, look, I was a complete fucking asshole. You know, not I was out of line. You know, I was inconsiderate. No, I was a complete fucking asshole. I fucked up. You don't deserve what I did. I'm completely embarrassed and, 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 want, and, and can understand if you'll never forgive me. But, you know, that is an apology for doing what somebody like that would fucking did. You know, I, I yeah, to me, this is the weird thing. When you do a movie you do two or three takes and you show the best take and it just didn't look like, you know, he's sitting in his living room and there's a camera. He could have done that <laughs> exactly. 50 times and yeah. took the best one and, or even took the first three minutes of this one and the last two minutes of that one. And I, yeah, yeah you're right. I, something about it. I didn't like that. You know, he didn't just outright say, Hey, I screwed up. I'm sorry. It should never happen again. Yeah. And, um, I don't think Chris Rock wants to even say anything to him or talk to him until there's some kind of legal action. Yeah, like he doesn't I want to I, muddy the waters. <laughs> Can you get a lawsuit out of that? He well, of course. I mean, it's assault. It's 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 it can ruin his, his image as a, as an act as as a as a performer. Uh, right. It, there's all kinds of le there's all kinds of financial embarrassment. Uh, listen, and it, it, there's the question is how big of a lawsuit uh can can he do um nope you know i was watching somebody tape what i guess what dave Chappelle was talking about and it was fucking great because Chappelle said not only did the motherfucker because every you know great Chappelle's like i'm a crazy motherfucker i'll get pissed and slap somebody because i'm pissed but the thing that was fucking gang the most gangster fucking thing is that not only after he slapped and then he fucking sat down and watched the rest of the academy awards and everybody's like <laughs> what's up you know like no fucking big deal um yeah i don't think I, the, uh, I, I don't the ball for him to sit down and, and like nothing happened i thought it was fake i thought for a week it was fake because yeah. watch that when someone comes at you that angry right you're a fighter i guess chris rock was just showing strength he kind of just was like i mean i would have been like you know i would at least ducked that's why uh -huh. i thought it was fake yeah, I, I, at first too, but when I want you watch him kind of lean into it like a wrestling move. But 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 my impression of it of it was that he thought he was going to come up and say something to him. Oh, okay, so that's that's he, he didn't like, think he, that like, hand was coming like up. Was, yeah, I don't think he expected that at all. Okay, uh, and that's what. So that's saw. why he didn't Unless, flinch. Yeah, I I don't think he was. I thought he was going to come up and say something to him, like you know, like have that you know conversation. But you know, not even a you know that was that was. That wasn't a bitch slap. You know, to me, a bitch slap, you don't wind up. Your bitch slap just comes from the hip. You know, it doesn't come from way back fucking here. You know, know what I mean? That. Like that's funny. Like you're throwing a like you're throwing a fucking Hail Mary with 10 seconds left on the clock. 
it, yeah, it, yeah, a bitch yeah. slap comes from here like like a gun like a gunslinger you know you don't fucking gunslingers don't fucking you know, you know yeah yeah it just goes you know whoosh. yeah and and for those of you for those of you people who are chess pokers like some of you badasses that you think like let me fucking tell you something they put the the chess poker the chess poker is usually quickly followed by a fucking bitch slap anybody who's ever poked my chest the minute they fucking did one of those they got bitch slapped wow 10 100 percent of the time any chess poker ever in my history come out you come on the show anytime you want yeah there was a time i was at the skating rink and i tried to ask dougie's girl for a fucking doubles dance or and i said let me tell you something they fucking bitch slapped me um i don't think chris rock should fucking accept it unless i'm all about forgiving things and not holding grudges but like you noticed that was a half-assed attempt to fucking to to kind of make himself look better. There was there was no if if he was really that's the thing, right? It's the inspiration. It's the it's the it's the motive of what you're trying to do. If I if I like if for some reason I did something to you, yeah, and it was uncalled for, and I was really out of line. You know what I mean? I'd be like, dude, I'm so, you know what I mean? It would not be a half-ass fucking performance, you know, to say, well, you know, I'm here. If you want to talk, you know. Fuck you, asshole. Last time I saw you, you slipped me because I made fun of your fucking wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was um, it, it was an unusual, the whole thing, to, to walk up there and just to slap. And the joke wasn't even that bad. Yeah. <laughs> what was it, G.I. Jane? She's going to be in G.I. Jane 2 because she's bald. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing Chappelle said. <laughs> Chappelle said, you know, the one thing about Chris Walk is that delivery. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Oh man, listen, Chris Rock should tell fuck. I I have no, here's, there's a few people that I have no further tolerance for. I care. Number one is Will Smith, horrible actor. I don't think he's a great actor. Um, you know, you know, again, uh, uh, him, no more him. I'm tired of LeBron James. No, oh, no yeah, him more LeBron up. James. I don't need any more LeBron James. Uh, I definitely don't need any more, um, um, Alec Baldwin. I'm done with Alec. Oh Baldwin. yeah, woof. Um, Long Island, my, like, yeah, he's a flit. I mean, yeah, he's a flit, and he's listen. I, I, again, these people that talk shit, and then you know, they're, they're everything's that they talk about perfection and shit to only be a complete fucking mess. Um, you know what I mean? These are people that I can just do without. So yeah, Will Smith, go fuck yourself. Chris Rock, sue the fuck out of him, and we'll get it there. What about Alec Baldwin? Um, Do you think he's going to be indicted? Uh, I mean, you asked it's me been that question. Seven so or eight going, months. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's all they're still under discovery of evidence, right? They're still interviewing people. I mean, is it? Imagine there's still shit going on. Um, hmm. I don't know. I at mean, the end of the day, he was holding the gun, and there's somebody that's no longer with us. That's at the end of the day. Um, so I mean, do you know, I, you know I watch this. Do you know I was shot twice in big movies? Did you know that? No. I was shot in Miss Congeniality too, right in the chest, but the character had a bulletproof vest on. And I'm in a movie called Fifteen Minutes with Robert De Niro and Ed Burns, and I got hmm. shot in the shoulder. And the reason I bring those up is that gun was delivered to the set. And 10 of us looked at it. It was shown to me. It was shown to Robert De Niro. It was shown to Sandra Bullock. It's, do you see any bullet? Do you, did you, I, the, the gun is delivered on a chopstick. It's turned upside down. So there's like a stick up and in the muzzle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I've if it was, a, it was looked at 10 different ways by 10 different people. And this yeah. thing was just handed to him and had a real bullet in it. Somebody, somebody screwed up. Oh yeah. And, and and like you said, and I, this is since that happened since day one, any human being, you give me a, a gun, I'm going to do it myself. I don't give a fuck what happens before me. If I'm the one shooting, if I'm the one holding that gun, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to check that gun out. A hundred percent. And there he you know, was on the channel seven saying, well, I'm so used to a professional just handing it to me. Yeah. I, yeah. Bullshit. I depend on professionals. Bullshit. Bull. And you know he's a it, it's a double whammy because he's the executive producer. So not only was he holding the gun, he was in charge of safety. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, and he's busy a lot of responsibility. With the fake Hispanic wife. Here's a yeah. Oh my god. That, that's mm -hmm. see that see that look, you, listen listen John. When you put all that shit together, you know what I mean. 
these are people we just don't need. You know, enough of this bullshit. They've had their moments. You know what I mean? They have, I'm from Spain. I'm from Spain. How you say, I, how you say cute camber? Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> she didn't use the, the, she doesn't know the word cute camber. Fuck, you lived here, bitch. She's, she's from Boston, has a Boston <laughs> accent, and she's on like a morning show going, yeah. I make the salad. I, I use, uh, how you say, uh, the cute camber. How you say cute camber. Yeah. Fucking what a phony fucking see you next Tuesday. You know what a see you next Tuesday is? No. In England, C-U-N-T. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Ah, there you go. Yeah, see yep. that? You learned something. The, the, the English are so great at that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, come on. You got to love that. We, we are from, our family's from Southern Peninsula, Spain, Gibraltar, which is an English territory. So a lot of my uncles went to London and stuff. That English humor is just fucking unbelievable. You know? Hey, he's a cunt, you know? He's a what? Yeah, I said he's a cunt. He's a cunt. Yeah, that's how you say it. You get away. There's a guy in my Seven uh, Eleven that uses that, but he's a he's more of a you know, like Pakistani, Indian yeah. type of. Yeah, he uses says cunt. Mm. Hillary cunt. Clinton is a cunt. <laughs> he calls a Hillary Kankle. Hillary Kankle has cunt. She is cunt. <laughs> oh God, let's hope she doesn't come back into play. Uh, um, all right, let's, let, let's move on now. Here's the thing. Uh, as a police officer, we're going to get into this. Uh, one of our topics, they had the bodega owner, right? Uh, last month who, who stabbed the black kid who came in to rough him up and steal from him. And he went into, he got bailed out, right? He got out of, I think the bodega owner got, ba got bail and got out. Well, not only did he get bailed out, they dropped the charges. I don't know if dropped you know the that. He's, they, they did Good. drop the charges, but Thank God. he was in jail for X amount of weeks. Um, he was stabbed maybe once or twice or three times you know what i mean and this da knew that it's on video and still indicted him it's not fair uh, and this it, guy it, was it, a career criminal yeah you it, know that right this wasn't the first yeah, time yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah no and then and then you know there we even his girlfriend was trying to stab was stabbing people and shit. everyone was well, stabbing him everybody was stabbing him but he had no right to, to stab the, the guy who was a criminal you know, again, I'm going to say this. I say it all the time. If you're a bad person and you wake up to do bad things and, and bad evil be, befalls you, it's good riddance. That's the way it's supposed Yo, to be. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's the thing. Now, we have a clip here. This is, uh, oh, let me see here. New York City um, New York City shop employee charged in deadly stabbing of homeless man who violently attacked an elderly manager. Now, here's a similar story. Homeless guy. You know, gets into an argument with the, with the old guy, the old owner of this place, you know, beats, fucking attacks the old man. And the kids, you know, the family's probably there, stab the fuck out, of, you know, kill the homeless guy. And now the, the family who are protecting their dad are in jail. Aye, aye, New aye, York, aye, aye. But this is, you know, th th this bullshit in New York. And, you know, no one, listen, New York is, unless something majorly changes, New York is not going to be, in another decade, New York is not going to be what it was. It's, I mean, it's, it's already... not what it is now. I mean, I was there when Giuliani took over. I was there as a cop when it was run down. And every, watch this. Every subway car had 10 bums in it. Not one bum. Every subway car had a bum that stunk from high heaven, laid out, plants down around their ankles. And Giuliani came in and said, guess what? They're not allowed to ride the train. It's got to get people to work. You know what I mean? It's here, to, it's here for the people that paid to get on. It's very sensible. Right. It's very unsensible to let criminals walk the street, not not charge them bail. I don't get it. I don't get it at yeah. all. I don't get um, how we're letting it happen. You know, some beautiful young art student right uh, five miles from me was working in a furniture store all alone. And a homeless guy came in and stabbed her to death. And that's she's gone. You know what I mean? And that homeless yeah. guy is in jail. But granted, I think one day, I think Joe Rogan said it. I think one day when it goes back the other way, there's going to be, you know, a bounty on homeless people just to get them off the street. You know, you're going to have someone, someone that's going to pay 500 bucks to put a bullet in their head. They're yeah. useless. They're yeah, useless, uh... dangerous criminals. And I have two daughters that live in LA and both live alone. And I have to worry about it. They, you know, at their work, wherever. 
you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it, it's that, that play on emotion, you know, it's like, you feel bad for folks, but the, you get into a point in time, you know, listen, there's, there's already too many people on earth. I hate to be Illuminati about this, but there has to be a thinning of the herd. And, you know, there should be, you know, for people who just basically suck in the tit off, you know, of, of the world, you know what I mean? But what's going to happen, you're going to see that there was a video of these young kids. It was a, these kids went out and brutally started beating these, these homeless people in an encampment. Young kids, you know, because that's what they get. They watch this shit and they get fucked up and they, they, they think what they want. And, uh, you know, you don't want to see anybody get the shit beat. Nothing worse than waking up in your tent where you just took a shit in a box and then some fucking 20 year old comes and knocks you in the teeth. You ain't got, you, you know, I start thinking like that. Oh, now the guy has enough shit. Now he's got a fucking broken jaw and his teeth are falling out and shit. Any rate, I just hope things change when it comes to New York, man. And even California, I don't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? Ah, California get the day. That's where I, I really live. don't. I know. Well, listen, I feel bad for you, but you know what? I listen. I had. I couldn't go. I wanted to be an actor. I want to be an actor. I want to be a comic. I wanted. To, I could have went to New York or L.A. Didn't go to L.A. My wife's like, we're never going to fucking L.A. So that was part of the decision process. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not taxes and all that shit. It'd be great. Who knows? I could have probably been on late night already. But no, not happening. Because I don't like. Yeah, I'm, I'm spoiled. I well, here's why I stay. I have a woodworking business. I'm a woodworker, so I get so I don't have to chase down the really bad stand-up gigs and you know be in a, a a Motel Six for six nights. You know what I mean? Right. And in the snow and the rain and you know the gig is ten hour drive from the airport. All that I did that all, and now I have a woodworking business where I can get two or three orders a week, stay in L.A and be around for the next audition and or maybe TV or movie. And I like the weather and I'm a pot smoker and you'd be surprised. I just was in Pennsylvania and you know, you can't just go into a store and buy pot. I mean, yeah, I, so I, was, I even just... mentioned it. I was outside at a diner two days ago in Pennsylvania, outside eating. And I said yeah. something about when do we smoke a joint? And everyone's like, shh. <laughs> I go, what is this, 1965? I go, in yeah. LA, everyone smokes pot. It's like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's so, so different. That's was... one of the, re and, and I'm, dude, I'm, I, I might sound like a uh, an LA maggot, but when it's 85 and sunny, no humidity, no rain ever, 360 days a year, you get used to it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. People go, what yeah. about, I, I got to be a little dirty here. People go, what about the change of seasons? Don't you miss the change of seasons? You know what I say? The change of seasons can go suck your mother's dick. I wake yeah. up every day of my life with 50 things, problems I have to solve. And guess what one of them is not? Rain, humidity, snow. You know what I mean? I don't even own a jacket. Yeah. Well, you do have to deal with fucking fires, earthquakes, uh, OJ drought. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> There's some other shit going no, you're on. You're right. There. Correct. You know, we all have And ready for this? There's only 10,000 comedians that live in a 10 square mile. You know what I mean? You very rarely yeah. get paid to stay in LA. Every good club is filled with the 10th or 15 biggest comedic stars that you've ever heard of. You know what I mean? And one night it's mm. Dane Cook, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Tony Rock, Dice Clay, and that leaves me at a bowling alley. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, that it, leaves it, me at Pocock's tonight with John Wynn. <laughs> Who wins? Well, give him my we best. Win. <laughs> give him my best, my friend. Uh, speaking of some greats, uh, we have to, um, a couple people died. Uh, Lieutenant Nyota Uhura from Star Wars, uh, Star Wars from uh, Star Trek, died. I saw the, that. Uh, I saw that, and I'm. I was not a big Star Trek guy at all, but I will tell you this: I worked midnight to eight in the morning in Coney Island for about five years, and every night when you had your meal at three or three thirty was your break. We had one TV in the break room that didn't have cable. And every single night of my life, Star Trek was on. Yeah. And I don't know what channel it was. It was always on. And I never really got into it, but it was always on. And she was attractive. And I'm pretty sure she broke some ground, right? Might have been the first yeah. something that did the first something. Yeah. She Good was for her. Uh, who was that? And uh, NBA great Bill Russell dies at uh, 88 as well. Now, him I didn't know much about. I know that. He had a white, uh, my brother Jimmy reminded me the other day, he always had that little white mustache. 
And I, mm-hmm. I guess when I was a little kid, I made jokes about him eating uh, uh, like a sugar donut. What, what are those donuts called with the white on a powdered donut? A powdered donut, yeah. <laughs> or he had a Coke problem. But this was me like at 13 years old making jokes about Bill Russell. There you go. But I watched this. Uh, I was in a movie with uh, the guy from Star Trek. You know that. What's his name? The main guy? William Shatner? Yeah, I'm in a movie with William Shatner. I'm in Miss Congeniality with William Shatner. He was very nice. Oh, that's me. right. He was the, uh, wasn't he the beauty pageant uh, yep, announcer? Yep, 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 yeah. yeah. He was very yeah, funny yeah. in that movie. Yeah, he's a talented guy. I mean, look how long he survived. Oh, this guy. he's 90 yeah. years old. He looks great. Stan, and he his the- name in the movie was Stan Fields. <laughs> that was his name. Stan, I stood on in Austin, Fields. Texas. We stood under an umbrella together because it was so hot. It was 117 yeah. degrees. And him and I stood under an umbrella for about an hour and someone else was holding it. John, you're standing kind of close to me, John. There you um, go, dude. You should put that in your right. act. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to I'll work on it. Uh, no, it's good. But by the way, Bill Russell, pair of national championships, 11 NBA titles and five MVPs. Uh, yeah. Russell. No, he was the, the little I know about him. He was the man. And he always looked like a nice guy. I mean, I didn't know him, but. He was uh, definitely that. He was definitely a gentleman, uh, unlike uh, LeBron James, who's a fucking putz. And get, I call him Captain Cramps. It's time for the news is a joke. This is where we bring up headlines from around the world and make fun of them. Our first story, handcuffed woman dies after deputy forgets to shut the patrol car door in Georgia. Oh, now this is not going to make move. a joke like, about that. I can make one. <laughs> well, you yeah, I mean, as a poli- former police officer, you know, there's certain things you got to do when you book somebody, you know. You know what we would say to that? Mm. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're in Russia. No, that's oops. horrific. That's a real tough one because they the family called for help. Like She didn't even break the law. You know that. She was uh, right. emotionally disturbed. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, you know, and of all the things, you know, you worry about you know, the, the cops do. Shut the fucking, you know, it's like. You know, listen, everybody, that's the, that's the, that's the thing about being a cop. Like, it's not like, you know, if you're, if you're a baker, you know, and you burn the donuts and shit, you would, uh, you know, but when you're a cop, you forget to shut the fucking door. You know, you could be tired. You'd be on your eighth hour. You know what I mean? You're the chief is banging your wife and you know it, and you can't figure out how to tell anybody, you know, I can, don't shut the door. Oh, it's such Hard. a, such a shame. I mean, the parent, the, somebody is going to win the lottery, you know, but that doesn't bring mm-hmm. her back. Yeah, but there will be another attorney on the other side that's because she has mentally unstable. She was whatever. She was had issues that say, what kind of quality of life did she really have? And let's put a price tag on it, those scumbag lawyers. Um, Yeah. Next story. Um, New York City woman who filed a $10 million lawsuit against the mafia family over son's vicious murder dies in a Brooklyn car crash. Hmm. First thing this I thought another... when I saw that, yeah, yeah breaks a cut, <laughs> something's cut. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, yeah, that, you know, people work in mysterious ways. They, they definitely have to look at that car. I mean, obviously it could be bad luck and bad timing, but. Hmm. Well, you know, you know the, the question would be to file a lawsuit against somebody in the mob. Yeah, but not you, a good start. You know what do you? I mean, is this person? Did this person think they were untouchable? You know what I mean? Oh, I got a gate. I live in an I, I live in an HOA. They won't find me. I mean, you know, there's certain there's certain battles you choose and certain battles you avoid. And you would right. think, you know, you would. They're rich. They're the mob. We'll get money from them. And Those, it, it could happen. I have a friend, um, a girl I went to high school with. I don't know if you follow it all, but uh, Sammy the Bull Gravano killed 19 people for John Gotti. And a girl I went to high school with, her father is dead. And uh, at the hand of those two guys, you know what I mean? They they killed her father. And you, you know, know you see I mean? Sam, you see Sam doing TikTok videos and shit. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. People. It's crazy. Yeah, funny. Yeah, no. He's, he's it's a right? str- oh, he the killed- craziest. You, why is how why is he out? Because he testified. He, he gave states. He evidence. turned on Gotti, right? and then did yeah. like five years. Wow. Well, uh, 
you know, some people, I guess it's true. Some people can get in the mafia and then they can get out, you know? Yeah, that's true. Right. Right. Or some people do get away with murder. Right. And there's some people that, you know, no one ever knows they're in the mafia. They think they're in the mafia. Like they look like they're in the mafia and they're nah, just comics. That's my brother. I have an older yeah. brother that lives in a big million dollar home and he has three Rottweilers and a Corvette and a Harley and carries guns and he's in the toy business, but he wants everyone to think he's a tough guy. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It walks. I got a, I got a, I got a friend like this. This one guy that always comes to our shows at Tavolino's. He, he comes in with that at he's Jewish, but he comes in like, Hey, how's it going? Hey, yeah, he's Dice. How's everybody doing? <laughs> yeah. Dice is Jewish. You know that, right? Yeah. And exactly. Yeah, and I told, you know, you know, I do a joke. Everybody thinks I'm Italian, you know, because I usually pull up my Z28 and pizza, but uh, I'm fucking Spanish. But, you know, they, like I was on a comedy, Italian comedy tour once. Oh, you were? <laughs> and then, yeah. And I told these guys, I'm, you know, I'm not Italian, guys, but, you know. Um, yeah. Who else was on it? Anybody I know? Oh, um, Mike Marino, oh, no, no, no. Jimmy Delavalle. No, well, that's what, well, those guys, that's what I was going to say. They, they were, uh, Mike Marino was talking about it. Like, hey, we'll do an Italian thing. I had to tell Mike. I said, Mike, I'm not Italian. <laughs> okay. I just you know worked with I mean? Mike yeah. uh, in Las Vegas. I opened for him for uh, four nights. Where, at the Laugh Factory? Mm-hmm. It was nice. a lot of fun. And then I did the Boca, Boca Black Box Friday and Saturday after that. I did three or four nights in Vegas and flew to Boca Raton and did the Boca, Boca Black Box. Boca Black Box. Uh, by the way, I'll be there next Saturday at the 2.0 room headlining. That's the little and room. And where is that? Door. What part of Florida? That's in Boca. It's the one you were just talking about. Oh, it about. is? Boca Black Box. Randy oh, because I know there's two, but, uh, there's two Boca Black. I mean, there's another Black Box, isn't there? No, he's got one in Lake Park, which is like... Uh, okay, that's what I was wondering. I was just curious yeah, what yeah. the other one was. You working with Mikey Marino there? Those shows? Uh, Mike Marino yeah. was Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Laugh okay, Factory. Cool, cool. And then I headlined in uh, Bloca, Boca Black Box with Chad Ridgely. Yeah, but Chad's a buddy of mine, yeah. Chad Ridgely yeah, and um, I got, what's his name, a guest spot, two nights. Talks like this. He's a real, uh, he's handsome. Uh, you'd know him. He's from Ohio. He can't think of hmm. his name. All right. Local guy. All right, we'll figure it out. Our next story, Texas man was who shot a woman in the neck is killed after the bullet also hits him. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Yeah. A Texas man who shot a woman in the neck was killed Saturday when the bullet also hit him. Police, uh, Dallas police said they responded to a report. Uh, investigators believe the man, Byron Redmond, 26, shot the woman in the neck, but the bullet then exited and hit Redmond in the leg. Must have hit an artery. Oof. Yeah, that's bad luck. That's almost like yeah. falling out of a police car. Yeah. That you left the door, you know, if you left your own door open. Um, yeah, uh, you know, again, that's great karma. You know, that's the way things should end. Somebody does something really wrong, boom, they should, you know. Yeah, the bullet should go in their leg and bleed to yeah. death. Yeah, slow death. Those bullets are tough, dude. I don't know about you, but... Uh... I don't mess with handguns. When I left the job 24 years ago, I gave back three handguns and never yeah. looked at one. Never, I mean, sure, I, I, I want one in my house for safety, but I just knew between a wife and three kids, you know, mm. it just, uh, it, it, the odds of it being used the wrong way are way higher than protecting myself. That's the way I look yeah. at it. Well, we look at things differently. I have a, a carry a gun all the time. Do you really? Um, yeah. Yeah. A little nine millimeter. Two but clips. don't you you travel a lot, so I would assume you can't bring it everywhere, can you? Well, not yeah. I mean, if I'm flying somewhere, I don't bother with all that nonsense. Okay. But yeah, if I'm basically if I'm home or driving anywhere, I, I oh wow, I'm packing. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah. I did for years. I just uh, there's just something about it that uh, it makes me nervous. Yeah. Well, I have no problem with it. The wielding of the powers. It, it's weird. There's some people. Some of my friends that when they got a gun, they got it, and they were, the minute they put it in their hand, they got weirded out, like because they felt like I have the power to end life right in my hands like there was a weird power trip they couldn't get over you know and it's like weird as a martial artist i've always learned that you know it's like we we learn how to inflict pain you know we we you're taught how to really fuck somebody's day up you know but you also respect right. that you know you know you learn how you know if you, you hit somebody in the face they'll never breathe the same again you know you, you know that, that can happen <laughs> you know wow so you better you, you better make sure if you're gonna you know lay out that type of uh devastation 
uh, it's worth it. And that's not everybody. I know can Jewish make that karate. Decision. I know Jewish karate. Yes. <laughs> Don't hit me. Which is, which is not very painful. Uh, My dad's a lawyer. Fuck you. A <laughs> <laughs> next story: Alabama official told reporter her skirt was too short to witness an execution. Mm. Um, yeah, honey, we're about. I to saw that one person. too. Yeah. Um, amazing. Her dress you know, was about- so short that they saw the tip of her penis. Hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was, uh, yeah. And, and you know, I mean, listen, what do you, you don't want to, you know, can you imagine the guy who's going to be electrocuted or whatever? He's sitting there and he's getting a boner, you know, he can't Yo. put the belt around. We can't put the belt around him now. He's got a boner. Tell the lady to take her skirt, but take it back. <laughs> uh, you know, it's amazing that they're about to execute somebody. The guy's about to shit himself when that, when 10,000 volts of electricity go through him, but they don't want a woman with a mini skirt sitting there witnessing it. Yeah, um, I was, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she should have rethought that. Be a little bit hey, more respectful. That's right. Hey, Ben, I think we, I forgot something. I wanted to, did we, we didn't run that clip, did we? About the, about the road rage? No. It, oh my God, dude, you got, this happened in, um, this happened in Texas. How would you feel if this was your girl and you're in the car with your girl, you know, and, and this happened? Watch this video. Okay. Shooting at the car. Look at her. She's got a nice ass. Give me the gun, stupid. Oh, shit, she does. I mean, I'd she, like they to look see like her they're, in a short miniskirt. They look like they look like they're, you know, they're workout buddies, right? They look like they work out together. Right. They definitely look like they work. They look like they're juicing. A little roid rage. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're funny. They shot through the car. There was a, there was a baby in the backseat of the car that no. God didn't hit. And that Toyota Camry. And, Did they get uh, arrested? Yeah, they caught him. Yeah, because the person took the license plate when they drove well, off. That happened here about a year ago, and the poor five-year-old kid was killed. Little thing, road rage, something didn't signal, and this guy just took one shot, and it went through the license plate, through the trunk, and into some little poor boy that was sitting in a baby seat. And you know, now re- this young 25-year-old kid, it's going to go to jail forever, and this other lady's out of her son. The son is dead. It's yeah. it's unbelievable, people. Human beings are scumbags, dude. It's amazing, the, like what you see. Like people say, "Oh, how can we've seen a mass shooting?" What do you mean? You see stupid shit every day. You see you see people making these incredibly bad decisions on a regular basis. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. Speaking of uh, bad decisions, uh, this is <laughs> a great story. Uh, our final story today: Vera Cruz woman gets her last wish. A giant penis to adorn her grave. Um, yeah, a Veracruz woman got her dying wish last Saturday when a giant penis sculptured after my cock was erected atop her gravestone in. Uh, oh, oh come on. That? That's real? Oh, that's, yeah, that's in some crazy uh, country. <laughs> well, <laughs> look at it. I mean, I mean, you know, this is in Ignacio Zaragoza, Mesaltala, Catrina, Oruna, called Dana Cata. That's a long name. Yeah. Um, Is that in L.A.? No. (laughs) Um, Is that a section of East L.A.? Veracruz, woman. Veracruz. Where's Veracruz? Venezuela? I don't know. I thought Veracruz was Northern California. Oh, it might be. Santa Cruz. Oh, that's right. Well, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, as we always say. Um, I will tell you this. She got her dying wish. Give uh, Give her credit. I'm surprised they didn't put the penis the other way around. Like pointing down into the casket. There you go. You know. Also, they, the like, guy had a the, nice erection. Whoever they made it after, I'm jealous. I was going to say, it, you know that that's a that's a pretty well. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I don't understand why it's red. I mean, it must be throbbing red. But um, I guess the model they had didn't have diabetes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or venereal warts. Um, oh. Hero. Yeah, that's a bad one. And to all the young fellas out there, if you're ever if you ever at second base or third base with a girl and it feels like an armadillo, stay away. Oh, um, if it smells just, like listen, trout, I, eat it out. <laughs> it smells if it like smells cologne, like calzone. Leave it alone. Ah, you're funny. <laughs> yeah, well, Thank listen, you. I don't know if I can avoid it, anything that smells like calzone. Uh, since we're talking about food and you're in, you lived in New York and you ate so much on while on the job. Uh, if you were going to have a last meal. And it was a woman sitting there witnessing in a miniskirt. What would your last meal be? 
Well, that's a good question. No one's ever asked me that. If I was to have a last meal, it would probably be like a baked ziti or a lasagna or maybe just pizza from either New Park Pizza in Queens, uh, where John Gotti grew up and lived in Howard Beach, New Park Pizza. Or if you remember the pizza that uh, Louis C.K. would eat in the opening scene of Louis Louis or whatever that one his last show was, the good one. Yeah. He In the opening scene, he ate a slice of pizza and I think it fell to the ground. Um, that's a good pizza place in Manhattan. And I like falafels too. A falafel, you yeah. like falafels? Because uh, a lot of people like don't. Goat? You mean like goat meat and the cucumber sauce? No, that's it's a, uh, it's. That's a gyro. I'm a gyro. I don't think there's, the, the, the falafel I eat is more of a ground chickpea made into like a meatball. So it's like a vegetarian meatball. Mm. And um, it's got spicy uh, sauce. Cucumber mm. sauce is funny. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Cucumber. Cucumber. How you say cucumber uh, sauce. Cucumber sauce. Uh, gyros. My buddy used to get gyros to come back late from party, and he's like, "Gotta go by Miami subs to get a gyro." I never had gyro, but then they had that cucumber sauce. You dip with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a oh, gyro my. too. Gyros are good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the Italian. I think I would go with some sort of like lasagna or chicken parm or veal cutlet parm. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, yeah, I'd probably have an appetizer of sushi, like some nice sushi rolls. I, I'm not crazy right. about sushi. I'll tell you why. I have a friend who's yeah. a doctor. And said, if you eat bad sushi, you can get diarrhea for life. So I always think it's not worth it. The only I thing I eat me. is the little rice roll that has maybe like wasabi in it. I don't even know what it's called. It's the only thing I eat. If I stay oh, away. I've eaten a lot of sushi in my life, dude. So oh, I, you have? I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think when I was in Portland, because I was just in Portland, you talk about free, you know, buying it, but walk into a store and get weed. Um, uh, I did. I, I something weird came out of my butt. I thought it was this worm. And whoa, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It what could have been it? seaweed. It could have been seaweed salad. I don't know. I just know that nothing else happened. I kept checking my shit every every time after. I'm like, am I gonna have to go Oof. to the doctor and be dewormed? But yeah, that's the worried about it. So, uh, but listen, have fun tonight. Oh yeah, dude. Thank you. I'll send my regards, and anytime you uh, want to have me back, I'll be on. So always nice to see you. I think you're very funny, and we're both Thank Steve you, Marshall friend. fans. We're both big Steve Marshall fans. That's our boy. And uh, so if uh, this is actually going to air on Wednesday uh, tomorrow night, but uh, anything else coming up? Any shows coming up? You want to let some folks know about? Uh, I mean, Mimi's Cafe on the tw August twentieth. Mimi's Cafe here in uh, Valencia. And uh, other than that, my daughter started her shift at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. You ever been to the Laugh Factory in Hollywood? No, never been there yet. My daughter just started working there tonight. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's it's a new gig. Maybe put that on Facebook. That's nice. Yeah, so she's uh, nice. she's part of the Laugh Factory family, so I'm very proud of her. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. That's cool. Um, well, uh, like I said, this weekend I'm going to be at Greenville Comedy Zone in uh, Greenville. Uh, next week, I'm going to Florida. Uh, what Tuesday, part? Uh, uh, put, put them back on, Ben, real quick. Um, yeah, I'm going to be uh, doing my room, Tavolino's in Coral Springs, Florida. The Wise Guys Comedy Show, it's sold out. Uh, we have a private gig for Club Brayman members. Uh, Greg Hahn is headlining those shows. Uh, very funny guy. Uh, okay. And then on uh, Friday and Saturday, well, Friday, uh, I'm doing something for cancer crushing. And then Saturday, I'm going to be in Boca Black Box. At two oh, wow, dude. Good for you. You're stringing them together. Yeah. See, I, I kind of, I'm older than you and I've been doing it long. I just celebrated my 30th year as a comedian mm -hmm. and I did 6,500 sets in 30 years. Exactly on the number 6,500. Excuse right. me. How I do keep, keep a count? How could, how, you do keep a count? That's I amazing. Could show I, you I, this, I could... this whole room is full of notebooks. I have a, about 175 <laughs> notebooks that are right in a row. And right on the cover, it says, you know, 2010 to 2050. The next notebook says 2051 to 2600. Wow. So I could look wow. there everywhere. Everywhere in this room is a notebook. And um, wow. so tonight will be like 6,510 or 11. Um, but I've slowed down. That's what I'm getting at. I stay more in and around L.A. because I have this woodworking business that I could make about the same money. And I and I'm less on the, like you guys are on airplanes all the time and 
You know, like I, I traveled yesterday. I just came back from Pennsylvania and I only travel once every three or four months. And I didn't even know what airport I was at. I sat down. I go, I don't even, I don't even remember what, and, and that's only once in every three months. So you guys, you know, some of you guys are every single weekend running for the, yeah, I try. how about, yeah. how about when you have to run to catch the, uh, the other airplane or you miss the Thursday show? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't run. First of all, uh, be honest with you, John. I don't run. Okay, I may walk. Well, you know what I mean. Pace. You get off in some airport and for well, the switchover, and next thing you know, you got to yeah. take the train to the tram yeah. to, to, and then you, you know what I mean? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the, the minute I have to run and 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 move my body at a certain pace where I know I'm going to sweat, I'll be pissed because that you know by the time I get to now, I got to go sit on the plane. I had that happens in Atlanta. They drop you off in gate A, and you got to get the gates fucking Z. You know, in ten minutes, you know. No, oh, uh, I dude, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's, running it's, the, the the handle on my carry on bag breaks, and you, you just as you get there, they're shutting the door, and all you can see is missing the Thursday night show and the owner yeah. being mad at you. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, when when the bloke Boca Black Box was called New York Comedy Club, do you remember that? Yep, yeah, that's where I started. I showed up on the third. I was the Thursday through Saturday then. And I showed up at Thursday at five minutes to eight. I walked in the lobby and the lady goes, it's going to be a $15 cover, two drink minimum, and I need to see your ID. I go, see that poster right there? That's me. That's, oh, it's me. Oh, go right ahead. You know what yeah, I mean? They don't even, sense. nobody even gives yeah. a shit. It's hysterical. That's funny. That's where I got started, the old New York Comedy Club in Boca. Oh, wow. Then I started doing shows at the Boston Comedy Club in uh, Texas. Any rate, um, <laughs> we digress. Hey, it's all we all have right, time dude. for here today. The Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. Thanks again to John DeResta for joining us today. And Thanks, uh, for everybody else, uh, please subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Find our Instagram at Wake Up Late with Dougie Show, our Twitter at Wake Up Dougie, and uh, of course, our fan page on Facebook at the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. Uh, we'll be back next week with special guest Mike Kaplan will be joining me here in Danger Studios. So with that said, God bless, stay well, don't hurt anybody, and we'll be back here next time at the same spot. See you then. Yeah. <laughs>